Hi friend, welcome back to the Right Wellness Chat. Today, we are gonna talk about a pretty loaded topic. There's so much to say on this and we will be pointing to identity in many episodes moving forward. But the goal for this episode is to lay out how to reject a lie you believe about yourself and walk away from this episode with one kingdom identity. How exciting. As I prayed and considered all the ways God wants me to share, even now, I decided we're going to split this up into two parts. So this is identity part one. Get ready because this will be transformational. Today's episode is brought to you by my OG, my number one for fat loss that 100% expedited my 30 pound postpartum transformation. It's literally liquid gold. Just one tablespoon each morning is helping to inhibit fat storage, shrink fat cells, develop lean muscles, support fat metabolism, restore youthful skin, support joint, muscle, and connective tissue health, support healthy hair, nails, gums, and eyes. It has zero sugar, five decadent flavors to choose from. Add it to a sensible diet for your best results. Take it alone or amp up results with supporting products. Click the link in the show notes for product details and coupon attached to get started at a discounted price. Here's to the kitchen sink of physical wellness, mama. Hey, mama friend. Do you have a full blessed life that is so overwhelming? Do you want to live well and honor your temple, but just don't even know where to start? Motherhood is so stressful. You just need more peace, am I right? Hey, I'm Shan Wright, daughter of the king, wife, mother to four, RN, wellness coach, and I am so happy you're here on the Right Wellness Chat. I can honestly say I have been there. I know what it's like to want to live well, but completely overwhelmed and about to lose it with my very blessed full life. I got to the point where enough was enough and I tracked my way to whole body wellness and so much peace. Want to learn how I did it? I will break it all down in simple, tactical solutions, share intentional living strategies, and pour a heavy dose of encouragement to chase Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Come on, we got this, Mama. One baby step of courage at a time. Go heat up that coffee for the third time and turn your listening ears on. Let's chat. So I have said that confidence and identity go hand in hand. And we will hammer this down because it is foundational for any kind of success in life. And to live in peace and whole body wellness, you need both of these. Here is a real life conversational review for today. I was chatting with my friend and she was sharing how she is loving the podcast and she really wanted to discover her kingdom identity so she could move on with the other things I had suggested so far. She had listened to maybe two or three episodes. And I was so happy to tell her, well, great news. I have an episode for you this Friday today, and I am so glad that you know already that this is foundational and you need this to move on. It's crazy how we can go through so much of life and be very much in adulthood and still be learning this foundational truth. But I'm so glad to be learning it now and learning it well to teach it to our children, right? Imagine their lives moving forward if we set them up for success in this way now. 
So this is something that you're going to learn today that is for you, it is for your children, it is for life, it is foundational for life, okay? So your identity, your true identity impacts everything, everything. There's three major things, but they affect everything, okay? Number one, it affects your confidence. When you know whose you are and who you are, you can truly live in the way you were meant to live with that confidence. We talked all about confidence last week. You can go back or on Tuesday and you can go back and listen in. If you have missed that episode, I would definitely listen to that as it goes hand in hand with this episode. And on the other hand, when you don't know fully who you are, that can lead to confusion, anxiety, chaos, stress, overwhelm. When we don't have full confidence, we don't live with clarity. Number two, it affects your purpose. Once you know who you are, you can discover what you are called to do. You have those foundational truths that can line up every opportunity with your determined role. When we don't know our purpose, we live in constant comparison of the people around us, the moms around us, never feeling satisfied or enough in this calling. It affects your confidence, it affects your purpose, and it also affects your ability to impact others. So those three things are everything. (laughs) When you know your identity and purpose, you know your calling and your passions. You can put efforts into the things that make you you, make you different, make you unique, shine in the value that you can offer the world. But when we don't know our identity and purpose, it leads to burnout. It leads to lack of passion in the things that we're striving to do in these false identities. Even burnout in motherhood, we can operate in a false identity as a mom. It affects our peace and causes us to live in this constant state of striving and chaos and overwhelm and stress. We know that all too well. So as I've mentioned before, you are valuable. You are incomparable. You are a masterpiece. You have a God-given purpose. You have something to offer the world that no one else does. It doesn't look like anyone else. Not even the mom next to you that has four kids, all the same ages, all the same genders, marriages like you, live in the same town, etc. Your identity is not those external factors. So just like we talked about with being rooted in confidence, the same goes for identity. We can have these false identities It looks like we are walking out in our purpose and our calling, but actually they are false and we're not fully operating in the identity God has for us and that purpose and plan. So being rooted in your identity is knowing and being confident in who you are and your purpose and calling in life. Okay, so we're going to dig into that again We want to be rooted because if we're not rooted, then we can easily be uprooted. (laughs) We can easily be blown by the wind, by our obstacles, our challenges, our tribulations, our storms in life. Everything can knock us off and have us operate in false identities if we aren't strongly rooted in our true identity. 
Okay, so what are these false identities that we tend to operate under? They, simply put, they are lies. The enemy, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he loves to speak false identities, lies, to us, so we do everything but live in the purpose God has for us, which is always directed to the kingdom, right? He wants us to live kingdom mindset, kingdom forward. That's why it's called true identity or kingdom identity. So these lies come from words, labels, names, even ourselves. We can have negative thoughts about ourselves that, you know, we aren't even sure where they originated, but we can find out. God can help us there. But we have these negative thoughts, negative soundtracks, as John Acoff likes to call them, And these are killing our true identity. They are also killing our confidence. So I have a story about my CEO that I work with in my wellness business. And she, her name, she told this story from stage. And it is, was so impactful for me specifically. But she shared a story of when she was younger And she was also shy and quiet and reserved. And her name is Asma, A-S-M-A. And when she was in school, you know, she was, say her name was Asma, but everyone would call her Asthma, A-S-T-H-M-A, the disease, asthma, the lung disease. And... She was, you know, reserved enough that she actually didn't correct them. She let them call her that. And she decided one year as they were moving schools, and I think she was in high school at the time, that she was going to be bold and courageous and no longer let people call her that. She had a fresh start. And so she said, my name is Asma. And when people would pronounce it wrong, she would correct them and say, it's asthma, not asthma. Well, she still had people that would still, you know, purposely at that point call her asthma. But she looked at her name and she said, it doesn't matter what they call me. I know that I am not a disease, but my name means high status, supreme, exalted, and I will not be looked at as a disease that no one wants, but I am looked at exalted by the king. And so I was like, actually tearied when I heard that story because she stood up and had courage for her identity. And even though some did not respect this identity, she still claimed it as hers because it was true. It was her true identity. And being bold and courageous doesn't mean you have to be loud, but she spoke out and told others, my name is Asma. My identity is exalted. And that was really powerful. So in this episode, we're going to dive into what God says about us, strip off what the world says about us, and get grounded and rooted in our identity in Christ because nothing can come our way or take that away from us. No external factor, person, trial, or challenge can take that away. It is founded. It is rooted. It is grounded. 
God created us in his image. It says that in Genesis 1. God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God, male and female. And everything God creates is good. God saw all that he created and it was very good. You are very good. If there is a word or label that you say about yourself or you are called, when you say I am and then you put a word after it, shy, lazy, busy, average, I am not enough, I am too much, I am too anything. If it is not very good, that word that you are saying is not very good, then it is not from God and it is not your true identity. It is not who God calls you. Okay, that is very important. So even when we speak to our children and we say, you are, we have to be so careful that that word that comes after are is speaking to their true identity and nothing else. That This is where we get in trouble with our words and we can either speak life or death. And this is for sure a future episode. It's actually coming up not too long. But um, for yourself, if you say, I am, and I just want you to be mindful and, and begin to notice when you say these things. Even, this is one that we will start to say maybe a lot coming up. And I want you to recognize it and I want you to stop. <laughs> it's going to be hard. I am sick. Doesn't that sound like, you know, something normal? I am sick. She is sick. We are sick. It might be true that you don't feel good, but to claim illness over you, words have the power of life and death. If you are saying, I am sick, that is not your identity. God made you well. He made you very, very good. He calls you very, very good all the time. So saying I am sick is claiming a lie in your life. It's claiming that illness is coming into agreement with that illness. You believe I will be healed by the power and the blood of Jesus Christ. And you say, I am well in Jesus name. And then watch yourself, watch yourself get well. Okay. So, um, just be mindful of every time you say I am, because in that sentence, you are claiming identity and we want to claim identities in Christ because that's the truth. Anything else is speaking a lie over you and over your children. And that is coming into agreement with the father of lies. And no one wants to come into agreement with him. Am I right? <laughs> okay. So we're going to walk through the way I discovered I was called shy and that I am not shy and how I rejected that. Okay, my spirit kept rejecting that word when it was spoken, but I didn't really understand why. It just didn't settle well. Then I walked through this practice with friends and discovered it was a false identity. I was given this identity and it was not from God. Now, it doesn't sound awful. It doesn't sound like a lie. Some might even say, well, it's a fact. It's not a lie. But when 
I asked God about it, he told me opposite and he is the one that made me. And a lot of times we tend to operate in our false identities and this actually helps us find our true identity. I was called shy, but my true identity is bold and courageous, which is opposite. Our true identity is how God planned for us to operate and to be a part of the body of Christ and to use your gifts and talents and abilities. And we have unique true identities. We have unique identities in Christ, in the body of Christ. And so it's so important to recognize that in a family, we all play different roles and have different identities and they look different. And if it's important as of the mother to operate in the identity God gave you in the family and not put the false identity on display in operation, because then you're not doing your role in the family and you're not being part of the team. So no identity is greater than the other. And that's what I'm getting at there is that we are all unique and giving up, given specific identities from God and they are all very important. They don't have a lesser or greater value to them. And also you can get these identities from God and get confirmations from other experiences, friends, other spirit-filled people in your lives. And that helps to confirm that this is true, that this is the truth that you are to receive. When I had walked through this practice with friends and I discovered that this was my true identity, it was a lot for me because it was opposite, again, of what I had been told my whole life. And at that same time, within you know weeks of that, I received a message from a friend that said she was in prayer and received a verse from me and a word from God. And it was 2 Timothy 1.7 which we are all pretty familiar for the spirit of God does not give us a timid, but gives us power, love and self-discipline. And with that, she said, you, this is the word that she got from God for me. You hear my voice and your story matters. You are needed and seen. I've taken away timidity and replaced it with boldness. And I can almost cry just reading that. And I have it on my chalkboard in my office because that is a word from God. And I am so grateful that he gave her that word in that time because I needed that confirmation. I needed to know that my voice, he was calling me through Exodus. He was calling me like Moses. And I was saying, no, God, I can't speak. I'm not a good spokesperson. I'm not able to have a podcast. And What am I going to share? I don't have this big thing to share. And in that one word that he gave this friend, you hear my voice, your story matters, you are needed and seen. I have taken timidity and replaced it with boldness. It was all that I needed to hear. And it was truth from him that he gave to a friend and she gave to me. So um, super powerful to consult friends, to consult trusted mentors in your life, spiritual mentors when you are Um, searching out this identity and true identity because it might seem opposite to the way you've been operating. You've been operating in this false identity, so it's almost natural to resist this true identity that's opposite. 
that, you know, you need that support system around you to do that. This is where it gets real practical. And I'm actually going to walk you through this practice I did with my friends, and it's a prayer. So you may need to pause and take more time, and please do so. In fact, you will, because I'm not going to leave a lot of pause in the podcast, but you can do it quickly, maybe, or you can just pause me when you have some quiet time. Take a, take that time to prayer, because you're going to want to consult the Holy Spirit on each part of this. You're are literally going to be talking to Jesus and you might need some extra time. (laughs) And don't worry if this is a new thing for you. That is okay. God wants to speak to you. The Bible says in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. You are his child. You are his sheep. And it also says in John 16, 13, that the spirit of truth comes He will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare you the things that are to come. He is the spirit of truth, so he will walk us into discovering that truth about yourself or ourselves. Okay, and you know, God speaks to us through seeing, hearing, feeling, And if you at any point during this have trouble with those things, a practice that I also learned is to ask God who you need to forgive. So if you're having trouble seeing and hearing and you're in prayer, stop and ask God who you need to forgive. Unforgiveness is a very common block in our heart from seeing and hearing God. And it could be yourself. That's the kicker. It could be that you need to ask for forgiveness It could be that you need to forgive yourself for something and just clear the air and the airways and tune in, turn that dial back and get into the right channel to hear God and see God. Okay, so here we go. I want you to go to a place of peace in your mind. So it's going to be in your mind's eye and go to a place of happiness and peace. And you might be seeing yourself on a beach a campfire, in the woods, in nature, wherever it is, that's where you're meant to be. So wherever God takes you. And I've, I've been in, at, taken to a campfire, on a walk, at my desk, all kinds of places. Okay. So you might need to pause here and find that place. Once you're there, I want you to picture Jesus there with you. Okay, this might be a little bit harder and this might take some time. So again, if you need a pause, I want you to pray and ask Jesus to meet you there in that place of peace and see him. And then you're going to take a minute and ask Jesus. So this is through prayer, conversation with God. What is the biggest lie that I have been believing about myself. Okay, so don't overthink this. Think of when I did this, the first thing that came to my head was shy. So don't overthink this. Just think of the lie that doesn't sit well when someone says it. Or maybe it's a common thing that you describe yourself as. Just the first thing that pops into your head 
And oftentimes this still small voice of God sounds like your own voice. He speaks to us and uses different things to speak to us. You might hear a word, you might get a picture, a vision, a memory. Go with your thought. Let it flow. Holy Spirit flows. He is water. Okay, so now that you have pictured Jesus, I want you to picture yourself with the lie written on a piece of paper, and I want you to hand it to Jesus. See what he does with the paper. What does he do with it? Then you're going to ask him, what is the truth that you say about me? What do you call me? What name have you given me? God gives you a word or a picture that you aren't sure about. Ask him more. I've gotten a flower before. Once he told me table, (laughs) I'm like, what? So of course I asked more words and like, what does it, what do you mean by table, God? And the, it was actually a picture of a table and it was brown and brown, sturdy wood table. And he said, as I prayed more into it, what do you mean by this, God? There are many purposes to a table. There are eating, writing, communion, playing games, working. It's also solid and it's strong, kind of unshakable. And he said, I will use you for many things, but your identity in me carries you through all those purposes. It's foundational. So he was solidifying the fact that I needed to learn my identity by showing me a table. Isn't that so cool? You can also ask for a word of truth, a verse to go along with this picture, this name, and bury it in your heart. And when the enemy attacks your identity, because he will, he hates when we know our identity. You say, nope, that's not me. And you claim your identity to defeat the enemy. Also, you can look into your given name. The Bible tells us that names are so important. And when I looked into my name, it did confirm a true identity. And I prayed into it and God confirmed that is that is your identity. You were named correctly. So my name, Shannon, means wise one. And this has been confirmed through, uh, again, trusted friends who have told me that, I don't know, through different organizations and meeting groups and um, writing uh, or texts or all sorts of ways that I was wise. And it, I loved hearing that, but I had to really claim it. And when I did this practice about my name and knew that my name meant wise one, I said, God, is this true? And he said, yes. So I have to claim it because he said that it's truth. My middle name, Lynn, which means sensitive, peaceful. I, again, I was like, wow, my word for the year is peace. I talk about peace. It is what the the brand he'd given me when I did this practice with my original, my given name. Um, It was when I had just come under that understanding of peace as my brand And I'm like, wow, I was named correctly. Thank you, parents. Um, So you can claim the meaning of your given name. 
but God also renames. So you can ask him for whatever name he calls you, and that is your name. This truth is now something you can claim as your identity. You can actually do this exercise of finding new kingdom identities over and over as many times as you want. Some people like to take this practice daily and say, God, who do you call me today? And you can do that. I've a few of mine that I've received over um, the time that I've been doing this, which is probably just about a year is wise one, truth seeker, coach, spokesperson, shepherdess. Again, there's been others, but each one has a meaning. So if you hear coach and God calls you that, ask him more. Say, what does that mean? I know what a coach is. And you can also go to our good old friend Google and look up the definition of a coach. It might come up with some other meanings that resonate that you might not have quickly thought of. Like when I see, when I saw a table, I'm like, okay, let me just see what Google says about, well, really the dictionary. What does the dictionary say a table is? And I went and then through prayer and confirmation from Holy Spirit um, came up with what I told you. So you can do that for each word. And if you just get one, you hang on to that until God takes you to the next one. You might have just one for a while. And when you're living out your purpose in that identity It doesn't matter how many you have. You could just have one for a while. That is just great. Okay, so the third step in this new identity is claiming it. It's speaking it out loud. And how do we claim something and really believe it and really have confidence in it when we're speaking it? I mean, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some practice. And you have heard this false identity in your head like for many years, maybe, maybe as long as you can remember, maybe it's a recent one, but it's set in your head. It's a negative soundtrack that John Acuff calls it. It's going round and round and round. I heard shy since I was very little. So I can't just unhear this truth. I can't hear or this, um, I can't just hear this truth and then say, okay, this is the new thing I'm going to think all the time. No, it doesn't work that way. So we know that our thoughts become our words, become our actions, become our habits, our habits become our character, and our character becomes our destiny. So it all starts with our thoughts. We can now think this new truth, this new identity, but how does it become our destiny? How do we get from hearing it and, okay, I'm going to claim this, to walking it out in your purpose and really claiming it as your destiny. We will walk through all of that in part two of this identity discovering. Okay, so another thing I wanted to share is that we can do this for our kids as well. This is where we can make such a huge impact when we know our identity. So this is, um, I did this with one of my children She was going through a really struggling season and I went to God in prayer and I said, what do you say about this child? I know this isn't her. I know she's acting out in anxiety. What do you say about her and what do I do? He said, 
something so simple. She is fun. (laughs) And I thought, wow, okay, what do I do? Have fun with her. So this gave me a strategy in a very anxious, stressful, chaotic, um, you know, time when we were butting heads against each other, a lot of screaming and crying. And to be real, it was not fun. And it was going on for months. And his strategy was to have fun. (laughs) So it, and it worked. It really, really worked. And that also gave her an identity. And then I was able to claim that identity over her and tell her that. And that is the best kind of parenting. So go to God for all your parenting needs, of course. We go to him for everything, especially how we parent our little children. So let's recap. This has been a longer episode, so I want to recap. First, we go to prayer. We do all of this through prayer. The only way we can find our true identity is through God. He gives it to us. He created us. He knows us. He called us. So step one through prayer is identifying the lie. What is the lie you're believing? What is the lie you are saying? I am what? What is the lie you are hearing? You are what? Step two, identify the truth. That comes straight from God. And step three, we were going to go over step three in identity part two. So you can look forward to that. And if you have any difficulties, if you're stuck in step one or two for whatever reason, You can book a free wellness chat with me one-on-one. I would love to talk you through this and help you. And again, maybe it's that forgiveness piece and we can walk through that together. Maybe you just want to do it with someone and I would do it with you. Let me help you. You're going to go to theshanwright.youcanbook.me. This is going to take you right to my calendar and you can book me for a time there. Remember, this is foundational for life. If you are stuck here, please let me help you. Okay, friend, that is all for today. I hope this blessed you so much. I cannot wait to hear those true identities. Please come over and drop them in the Facebook group at Encourage Right Wellness Community on Facebook. If you're not a member in that group yet, and not a part of that community, please um, join And then you can share your identity there. You can private message me as well on Instagram at the Shan Wright. I cannot wait to hear what God tells you in prayer. And I am just so excited for you to find your kingdom identities. Okay, Shalom Mama. Hey, Wellness Warrior. I pray that blessed you. And if so, it would bless me big if you would write a five-star review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Not only would this make me super happy, but it will allow for others to find this show too. Also, I love to chat over on Instagram, so make sure to take a screenshot, share to your Instagram stories, and tag me at the Shan Wright so I can see it and we can keep chatting and bring other moms to chat with us. Until we get to chat again, mama friend, may the Lord's face shine upon you and give you peace.